Hello and welcome to this edition of the Killjoy Podcast. Once again, we're recording remotely amid the new lockdown imposed for January 2021. And joining me today over the phone is Helen Ainsworth, who is the key account manager for BASF. Helen's been in the industry for 21 years and has helped bring Solantra to market, the new high-performance, non-anticoagulant rodenticide from BASF. Thank you for joining me today, Helen. What actually is the active ingredient in Solantra? The active ingredient is calciferol and it's at 750 parts per million. Calciferol isn't an anticoagulant, so it has a different mode of action. So where anticoagulants um, affect the blood clotting capabilities, a calciferol causes hyperglycemia. So the, the main benefit of that in terms of movement and restriction is that within 24 hours of the rodents eating it, they stop moving about because they get this hyperglycemia and deposits of calcium, which affects a the stomach and the joints. So so given that then is this product just for professional use or is it or is it available for amateur use as well? No, it hasn't got amateur authorization and I don't think it will ever have amateur authorization. It's um, professional use only, which means that you do have to have demonstrated competence so under the crew so you know currently you have to have you can do the the one day course or you can hold the RSPH level 2 or BPCA part one and all those qualifications so you still have to have that but we've also asked that people go on the cilantro training platform so we set up a website because it's such a different mode of action and it uses a different baiting technique called speed baiting we wanted people to understand how it works because a lot of people in industry in the industry won't remember when calciferol was around um so we want to make sure that they, they understand how to use that correctly and they get the best and the most out of the product. So Killgerm are asking that when you place an order, you send in your copy of your certificate. And it's a free course. It doesn't cost anything. You literally go online, log in, and it takes about 30 minutes. And there's a test at the end, and you have to pass that test with 70%. So it's quite good. You know, There's not many things in life that you get free training for. And it's also registered for CPD points. Yeah, I suppose that'll be it'll be quite reassuring for the customer as well, knowing that the pest controller that's sort of using these rodenticides has had proper training. You know for a fact that when they're using Solantra, they are fully trained in using it. And and when it comes to rodenticides and insecticides as well, anything in pest control that can be quite dangerous with the active ingredients and things like that. It must be reassuring to know that what is being done for you, this service that you're being provided, is definitely being done right because of the training that they've been provided with. Yeah, and the only reason it came about really was when um, Goliath was launched many years ago and that's got fripronol in it, that was a game changer. And there was a, a thing then when the first users of Goliath had to do an online training to understand that the dots that you put down with Goliath had to be so small because of the cascade effect. So on the back of that, we thought, well, why not let's do a cilantro one? It's a game changer. It's a t- different baited style. It's a different active ingredient. And when you look at the rodenticide market, it is dominated by anticoagulants. So where is cilantro actually suitable for use then? So um, the authorization is in and around buildings, so um, in bait boxes or um, protected baits. But because of this stop feeding effect it has and this stop movement effect, so the rodents eat it on on the first night or the second night, and then they'll not move then, um, and they'll go back to the harbourages and die. 
And because you're getting that almost immediately, it means that you're not having the movement of rats. So if you've got highly sensitive areas or sites where you're going to have contamination issues or damage to buildings and all that sort of stuff, it's great. So if we look at other countries that it's been launched in, so it's been out in Australia and America for some time now. And in Australia, we got an emergency permit for the pig sector because of the spread of disease. So, you know, in livestock, it's great, but places like kindergarten, schools, hospitals, any high high risk or high profile site where you don't want rats walking around, it's great because you're not having to wait four to five days for the for the rodents to stop moving, which is what you would get with an anticoagulant. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of the, the palatability, which is obviously the key factor in any rodenticide, how does it yeah. compare to alternatives and i don't mean they're necessarily the actual rodenticides but you've said there it was used it's been used in farming and stuff like the alternatives that are on that farm so the grain that that the rats will be getting into what how does it compare to that why would they opt to go for the cilantro cilantro has been in development for a very long time and some people might already know sharon hughes and sharon has designed this bait formulation and she's got a hell of a lot of experience with bait types and the thing with coli calcifera, and a lot of people have had a look at coli calcifera, but getting that bait to get the rodents to eat enough in one sitting is really crucial. So Sharon has tweaked it and done all sorts with it to get the best formulation. And she's done it alongside things like maize silage, and it's, it's come out more palatable. She's done it alongside things like beef burgers, and it's come out more palatable. She's done it alongside anticoagulant blocks and paste formulations that we've already got and it's come out more palatable and the palatability is key really to to the formulation and i think people forget that people look at active ingredients and think of diphenacum and bromodialone and alcoholic calciferol and diphenacum and flacumafen they look at these active ingredients but they don't actually look at the product formulations if you look at the amount of bromodialone base out there Know, it's like going into a shop and looking at a range of chocolate bars but we all have our preferences and rodents are exactly the same and they will change their mind as well and so it's trying to give them everything that they want to keep them there to get them to feed okay so how does cilantro actually benefit the pest controller in, in terms of a pest controller um in so many ways so the baiting schedule for cilantro, we say, is 7 to 7. So you go on the first day, you put your seven blocks down for rats, you go back on day two, you top it up, and you go back in seven days, and that's it. So in terms of visits, you're reducing your time. People forget that when they do a visit, when they leave their house, there is a cost to that to that job that they do, and that includes the cost of the van, the insurance, the wear and tear on the vehicle, the MOT, their time is probably the most important thing. And the number of revisits that you have, any, any pest controller or service manager will tell you that revisits are probably the most expensive thing for a pest controller or, or huge mileage distances and overtime bills. So with cilantro, you will reduce all that. So you'll use less bait, you'll have less visits, and you'll get on top of the infestation faster. So from a pest controller's point of view, it's great, but on also we've got so many different things going on with it. You know, it's curable, it's soft bait formulation. It's been trialled globally. It's had a lot of trials in the UK because the, the Centre for Rodenticide Excellence within BSF is based in the UK. 
UK. It's based at Witness, and all our red sites have been developed there. Solantra is producer. To me, it's, it's a real game changer. I'm so excited about it. And when I was interviewed to join BSF, uh, there was inklings then that there was something coming through. And then when I joined and I found out about it, I was like, yes, when can we have it? Um, mm. And we've been waiting. So very, very excited. Yeah, I think with that 727 thing that you were speaking about then as well, because there's fixed time schedule and they know when they're going to have to go back to that site, then they can fit other things in around it and plan ahead of time because there is going to be other jobs on and and things like that. And you're not going to get unexpected calls back to there because you know exactly when you're going to have to go back and, and give that box the service. Yeah, and I think... People forget that, you know, Solantra is, we're, we're saying you can achieve control in seven days. With an anticoagulant, you're looking at 21 easily. Mm. Um, in the Hampshire case study that we, we shared on our launch event, that was 18 days for 2,000 rats. And that's just incomprehensible, really. Yeah. When You, you know, I've, I've done some really big rat jobs in my time as a tech and as a biologist. And to, to achieve 18 control in 18 days is just like pie in the sky kind of figures you know even if you were trapping you'd have to be there every day and the the cost of that labor intensiveness is you know it's, it's just not worth thinking about um and not a lot of people have that time and commitment if you're a small one band band or it's local to you know if it's in the same area where you live then yes you can call every day but if it's not then no and you know if you've got things like some of the different manufacturing specifications expect you to be on site every other day until you've got clear visits. With anticoagulants, that can, you know, I've had sites in the past where I've been going every every day for nearly a month or sometimes two months because you get one infestation and another one would pop up and you're trying to close off the other one. But it, it's fascinating and interesting to speak to different pest controllers, those that have started to use Lontra and are loving it. Um, I spoke to someone... Um, at the back end of last year, he'd only discovered pulse baiting for the first time. And he's been a pest controller for 10 years. And, and he's only started pulse baiting because of the restrictions with COVID. Because he thought, he'd only, you know, he'd have less visits to do. But cilantro in, in a COVID situation is great. Well, like you say, the, the cost, the, the labour cost of going and visiting a site constantly, if you were to properly sit down and work it out, it's gonna be it's gonna be ridiculous, and it's probably gonna end up losing money if it, if it's not done right for the for the money that the control of the company is bringing in. It, there'd be a point I think where you were saying sort of, is it worth it? Just merely for, purely from a financial point of view, but with with Solantra, that's not gonna be a concern because you know that you know how many visits you're making and when, and you could, like I say, you can plan around that. Yeah, you can, you can schedule it in your diary, you know. We've all, we've all had diaries, we've all been there, we've all had our, our revisits marked in the diary, no matter what happens, you have to do those revisits on those days or, you know, either side of that day to satisfy the client. And there'll be people out there like myself that have, have been to meetings with clients and terminated clients because they're not going to do the recommendations. And, you know, you have more revisits from routines and you're in negative equity for the, for the contract or for the job. Usually with contracts and, and big sites where they just won't do do the issues. Now you're always going to have some issues there, but at least with cilantro, you know that once they start eating it, they're not going to be moving around. So how does cilantro benefit the end customer then, the actual business who's who's paying the pest controller? So for from the business's perspective, there's, there's multiple things. So they're using a, they're using a product that hasn't got any known resistance and can't have any known resistance. They're going to have less visits. 
So if it's a biosecurity issue, you've got less people on site. That's also a health and safety issue because you're only going to have probably three to four visits. Then you'd think of your 727 rule. So, you know, you know, as a, as a business, as a contractor, your, your, your contractor is doing the best that he can. You know, they're always looking at, are they restricting the movement? Are they eradication sources of food and water? And it amazes me that some people forget those basic things and they just go straight in with rodenticide without thinking of traps. And that's why Cilantro is professional use and we've put this training thing in because not only did we want to recap people on the basics of pest control, but we also wanted them to think differently um, and to understand it because it's not the cheapest product on the market by any, any stretch of the imagination. Um, but the, the, the money savings are massive and the time savings. So following on from that then, to, to get the best out of the product in a financial sense as well, you need to maximise the effect of the product. So how do you do that with Solantra? How do you, how do you maximise the effect that it has? So first off, you need to make sure you've done a good site survey and you know what you're dealing with. That's just bread and butter basics. For any pest controller, you don't turn up on site and you don't put boxes or baits down straight away without having a good look round. And I've done a, quite a lot of troubleshooting over the years. And one of the things that I always did before I went to any site was I used to Google Earth it. And I remember having a phone conversation with one guy about um, he had a, um, a rat infestation. And I said to him, but do you know what neighbouring properties are? I went, no. I said, well, I've just Googled it while I'm on the phone to you and there's a waste transfer station two doors down. Mm. So, you know, site survey is key to, to, any, to any treatment. Get an idea of what you're dealing with. So you make sure that you put enough baits down. You follow the label. You put enough baits down to the labelled recommendations and you make sure you put the, the maximum amount of bait in those bait points as possible. So for rats, it'll be seven blocks every five to ten meters and then you go you go back on day two you check it you top it all up and then you go back on day seven and i think that's key but it's like anything you have to plan your time you you, you wouldn't go out and do um a netting job in high winds and torrential rain some people might but it wouldn't be the best best thing to do if you're working at heights to be out in bad weather um you wouldn't do a gassing job with aluminium phosphide on a on a on a wet day so it's all it's all about planning your time um, and, and looking at your diaries. So following on from that, then where can you bait then, and how how would you bait it with cilantro? So it's in and around buildings, like I've already said, um, but not in boroughs. So we don't have um, borough basin on the label, but you can use protective baits. So you can use natural materials that are around site to protect the bait, um, and it's also got um, permanent baiting. So as I was saying before, if you've got a site where you've got neighbours where there's a high potential for reinvasion, then you can use a, um, a permanent baiting strategy under an IPM, as long as you um, look at your risk, your risk assessments for reinfestation and obviously review it on a regular basis, which is really quite good, actually, to, to have that option because there are sites out there that do need permanent baiting. Yeah, I think, I think with things like this, the versatility is key. If you can do as many things as possible with with the the product then it gives you more scope to sort of be a bit creative with dealing with the problem yeah and and the permanent baiting thing you know we've not had it on some of our products and we've been uh, criticized for it but we have got it on cilantro 
I think people have to also remember that whenever you've got a rodenticide down, just because it says permanent baiting on the label doesn't mean that you can almost abandon it. You're still responsible for that baiting. You still have to revisit it and check on it. But then that's up to the, the technician or um, who's managing that site to make that decision based on their risk assessments and the, the infestation level on that site. That's brilliant. Thank you for joining me today, Helen. I think it's really important to shine a light on some of the new products and new things that are going on in the market, just to sort of raise a bit of awareness and alert people that there is new ways of doing things and there is new products to use that will improve your service. Um, And I think you've certainly done that today. So yeah, thank you, Helen. The code you'll need to redeem your basis prompt CPD points is SB-HA-0121. For full instructions on how to claim those points and the BPCA CPD points, head to either of the first two Killjoy podcasts where I explain in full. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.